Entrepreneur on Fire 874. You have a talent or a skill or a piece of knowledge or a story that someone needs to hear. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter fire in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Vanessa Van Edwards. Vanessa, are you prepared to ignite? So prepared. Yes. Vanessa <laughs> is a behavioral investigator and published author. She figures out the science of what makes people tick at her human behavior research lab, The Science of People. As a geeky modern-day Dale Carnegie, her innovative work has been featured on NPR, Business Week, and CNN. Vanessa, given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expand upon the biz. Yeah, so that was perfect. Yes. I, I joke I'm a human behavior hacker. Um, I, I just like to figure people out what they do, <laughs> how they make decisions. I, I sort of say it's science-based self-help, if, if you can do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Give us a little more details about where you're at in the world and what gets you fired up in the morning. A lot of times you hear people say, I, I love people. I actually feel like I'm fascinated by people. I thought you were going to say, um, I hate people. No, <laughs> no, uh, no. Well, if you hate people, we have to convince you otherwise as well. <laughs> okay, cool. um, I, I, when growing up for me, I'm a, a recovering awkward person. So I was incredibly awkward in high school and college, still am on certain days. And turned to the science to try to understand people. It just conversations did not come naturally to me. Um, I never understood the cool kids. They were like these enigmas that were just <laughs> wandering the halls. It was amazing. And so, you know, I went to all the textbooks and the research sure. and I realized that, you know, there's a lot there. P- people are art, but they're also science. And you can break down a conversation into its parts and you can understand how to read facial expressions. And if you do that, it it gives you an added edge. And for me, that's how I learned to love people. I had to learn it. Vanessa, I can tell this is going to be an interesting episode. And by interesting, I mean fascinating. (laughs) And by fascinating, I mean you are going to be dropping some value bombs on my audience, Fire Nation. And I'm I'm a little fired up about that. And, you know, we had a nice little pre-interview chat. I'm not going to lie. You you admitted (laughs) to me you were a little nervous about this next question. And I'm kind of building up the foreboding here. But it's time to dive on in, Vanessa. It's time to just take that Band-Aid, rip it off. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment. Tell us that story, Vanessa. Take us there. I want to be there in person when this moment happens. Ooh. So I actually, I have kind of an answer to this question that's an easier answer than the answer I, I really want to give you. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to give you like the real one, like the big one, the yes. big smelly diaper worst moment. Um, 
<laughs> Does that give you a good visual? Yes, the visual. I'm so glad. Tapping senses. For some reason, I stopped breathing through my nose too. I don't know why, but continue. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a journey of the senses on this podcast today. <laughs> so my worst entrepreneur, entrepreneurial moment happened actually when a dream came true or... Uh, at least I thought it was a dream come true. So for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to publish a book. Sure. And I had self-published a couple of books and they did pretty well. And we finally got picked up by a traditional publisher, by Penguin. Huge publisher. I mean, a whole shebang, literary deal, went on the Today Show. Amazing. I thought it would be amazing. Hired a PR firm, all that great stuff. And the day comes, we launch. And I don't know if it's popular myth or lore that I just thought that when you publish a book, your life will change forever and everything will be magic and it will sell and everything will be perfect. Katie Couric literally becomes your best friend. Exactly. And like, it will just, I mean, every, all the problems will go away and everything will be amazing. So the day comes and I'm waiting and I'm watching all the rankings and Amazon and, and literally nothing happened. Like no one bought it. (laughs) Like literally, I'm like, what? Like what's what? Like my mom called. Like yes. that was exciting. <laughs> um, I think my mom bought like 40 copies to try to make me feel better. <laughs> she still has them in her garage. <laughs> oh Lord, that's great. So, you know, I'm 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 sitting there and like a couple days go by, a couple weeks go by, we get our first sales report. And, and literally when I say no one bought it, I mean like I think we had like 122 sales. Mm. And it was this moment of terror and heartbreak because I felt like I had put so much into the book. I felt like people were rejecting me. I felt like people, I, I, I thought I had done everything I should do that, that word should. And I followed all the things that you're supposed to do. I had the blog, I had the social media, I had the Twitter feed, I had the, this and the Pinterest and the, all the stuff and just nothing happened. And we even had an audience and just people just didn't buy it. And that was one of the lowest moments. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I won't do, I'm, I cannot be an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for nine years. I wrote my book when I was um, in high school and college. And I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Like I have, I have nothing works. And so I decided to sort of hermit. I went into like my cave and didn't talk to anyone for a few months, shut down the blog. And for me, it was when I realized that I'd been doing everything that I thought I should be doing. I had been listening to everyone's advice, but I had never stopped to think, what do I want to do? And I realized as much as I loved the book, it was not really the book that I wished I had written. It was a book I thought I should write that I thought people would like. And I decided that if I was going to have a failed business, I might as well have a business that I loved. (laughs) And it was a very weird moment where I started from scratch. Um, And this was four years ago now. Um, started from scratch, started a new blog, new social media, new website, but it was all this time I did it true to my voice and my word. So everything was something that I myself would read. And thank goodness people actually listened. It took only about six or seven months with the new business. I had all the knowledge from the previous business, but just using my real voice, we had, we have now 25,000 students in our courses. Um, We it just exploded. And it was like, I finally figured out that it wasn't what I should be doing. It's what I actually truly want to do, which is a a very slight difference, but was life-changing for me. Vanessa, there's a lot of things I want to dive into here. I mean, you just shared 
an incredibly personal moment. But you know why you shared it? Because it's your moment and it was in your own words and you've seen now how powerful that can be. And before I dive into a couple of things that I really got out of this, I want to just ask you a question. You know, a lot of people think that there is that holy grail out there. And for a lot of people, that holy grail, they think that these PR firms that they you know, hire at a, lot of, at, a, at a great expense are going to do all the work for them, are going to give them everywhere they need to be. Talk to Fire Nation about this a little bit. Like, what was your experience, either good or bad? I, I honestly have no idea. But, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously reached out to them at some point and said, hey, I hired you and I did 122 sales today and 40 of them were my mother. Um, uh-huh. What was that conversation like? Yeah. So let's bust the myth on this. And I, I like being really transparent. So I had cool. 122 sales, book sales, um, and we had, we had 80,000 readers on our blog. Okay. Wow. I just, I just want you to think about that for a second. Um, we had self-published three books before and they had sold easily two to 3000 a year. Uh, and that was, that's pretty good for a self-published book just so we can gauge, yeah. you know, and to even to hit New York times bestseller list, you actually don't need to sell that many books. It's typically between 15 and 20,000. Um, which I know that sounds like a lot, but in the publishing world, um, that that's sort of the go-to number. So when when the press when I hired the press firm, they actually did their job. They got me on the Today Show. They got me on CNN. They got me huge media coverage. They got me amazing reviews. So they did their job. Cool. The problem is is that media doesn't sell books. Mm. That was a huge learning piece for me. Is that all of these huge names. Huffington Post, CNN, Forbes, Fox, they don't sell books. In fact, not only do they not sell books, they don't even get you that many clicks. So I was going after the wrong goal. I was going after what you sh- I thought you should do, right? Like everyone, you want to get these big media. But in fact, that's not where you get the right clicks. So now for our media, so now we have a different blog, some of the same audience, but we have a different blog. We go after where our people are. And that is not the big media outlets. That's podcasts like this. That's blogs that I myself read, podcasts that I listen to while I'm running, um, and a different kind of partnership that's not with these big media outlets. It's actually with people who are real people. That's the difference. I love this. And I'm not saying this next thing to toot my own horn, but it's really to continue on with what you're saying. I've had people like James Altucher and Jay Samet and some other really big names that have been featured everywhere. They've been talking heads on CNBC. They've been featured on the Today Show and other great places. And they've just sent me honest emails afterwards and said, John, like after your my episode went live on Entrepreneur on Fire, the response I got dwarfed anything Mm -hmm. from I ever got from that traditional media stuff because I'm speaking to the right people. And Fire Nation, that's you. So pat yourselves on the back because you are action takers. You are the right people. And something else I want to talk about, Vanessa, is you know this theory that unfortunately a lot of entrepreneurs do have. If you build it, they will come. You know, if I if I write this book, like you had said, you know, my life is going to change. You know, the, the people are going to break down my door. Like I better, I better, you know, change my locks. You know, I better change my cell phone number because all of a sudden, you know, if I just publish this book, like watch out, like the tides are coming, and that you know. I think back to my first few days of Entrepreneur on Fire. Like I spent all summer, I did 40 interviews with top entrepreneurs. I was working so hard. I, you know, was trying to do all this PR stuff too, building my blog and I launched it and I got three downloads day one. Day five, it was 20 listens. I had a bunch of episodes that were out and it just, it doesn't happen with a snap of the fingers. You know, life is busy. People 
aren't as focused on you and what you're doing as, as you know, we'd like to think sometimes. It, it takes time to build, you know, what Entrepreneur on Fire is. It takes time to build what Vanessa, what you've built. And it takes that by speaking your own voice. And that's kind of where I want to hand it back over to you because you use the words start from scratch. And mm. the reality is you really didn't start from scratch. And I think it's important to make this distinction because you learned so yeah. much from that first round that you took all those learnings, which was really speaking my own voice. And, you know, for, so for me, I'd like you to share with Fire Nation, like how powerful was that lesson? And, you know, how, how much better is it for you? And how much more fun is it for you to speak in your own voice? Yeah. And you're right. I actually, from that, I started something called a failure file, which is basically, yeah, it's something that I, every time that I have a perceived failure and that's, I don't say failure in a negative way. Um, I know that it's like very cool to be like, I love my failures. It's like, (laughs) it's like the really, it's like the hot thing to do right now. So I want you to make love to your failures. And, um, I have what I call a failure file, which is basically where I like kind of like verbal vomit onto a document of everything that I like, experienced with that failure. Okay, wait a second. Failure file, make love to your failures and verbal vomit. I mean, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta repeat these things because there's a lot of great stuff going on here. Keep going. So this, that is what I mean by speaking in my voice. I have a, <laughs> you know, a really weird kind of dirty mind. I, I promise to keep it PG today Thank for you. the most part. Um, but you know, that, that's just the way I think. I think in sort of weird metaphors. Sure. And so once I started speaking that way, people, it's so much better than like, if I had said to you, Uh, John, I think that everyone, you know, a failure is not a failure. I think that we should learn from our failures. And I think that those would be really helpful. (laughs) We don't be like boring, like meh. But I mean, if I really break it down, it's yeah, Yeah. you you verbal vomit everything you're feeling onto a page. And then you write the three things that if you could have told yourself before that failure, what they would have been. And those three things are your learnings. So you're right that when I started that, that the next version of my of my business, I was coming with a lot of knowledge. It was just starting from scratch in terms of the branding, the people, the blogs, the articles, the press, the social media, all that stuff. But doing it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like, thank goodness, there's no shoulds anymore. I'm doing what I wish I could read. I'm writing the articles that I wish someone would send me. And that was like, it was like a different business. One of my good friends, Cliff Ravenscraft, has the saying, don't should on me. Don't you dare (laughs) should on me. (laughs) So Vanessa, let's just use this momentum that we built up together here and move it into the aha moment. Move it into an epiphany, a light bulb that went on for you and tell us that story. Yeah. So this is, this is a little bit of a smaller moment. Um, so I had put out uh, one of our first courses. So what, one thing that we do is we have a, a human behavior lab. We take all the research, we put it into columns that go into our website, as well as a couple of other outlets, um, courses. So online courses people to take and then workshops that we can do in person. Those are sort of the three areas of our business. So I put out a course um, based on some nonverbal techniques with charisma, like the science of charisma. And I taught the video and it was all, it was really fun video to teach because I find that kind of science fascinating. And we got three different emails within the same week. One guy told me that I wasn't dressed professionally enough. Ooh. I, I wasn't, yeah, I was in a, like a V-neck shirt and um, I think like a pair of black pants. He said, I should be in a power suit. That's what he said. I didn't know this guy. Okay. This is a random student. <laughs> Then I had someone saying that I have such a fun personality, quote, fun personality, that I should um, like wear something really bright, like it would match my bright personality. And then in the third email, I got suggestions on the bikini. Fact, 
<laughs> well, you're getting to my, you're getting to the, my point here, where he was like, "You should, you know, you should do it um, on site somewhere. You should like, you know, do it from the beach and like be in a, a casual wear." And I was like, "If I listen to what everyone else is telling me what to do, I will just end up naked on all these things. <laughs> like, if I'm trying to please everyone, I'll just be naked. Like, that will be what I have to do." And I was like, "No, like done." And so I realized that I cannot please everyone. And in my previous business. I, that's what I was definitely what I was trying to do is it trying to please everyone makes you incredibly watered down. And so it's totally okay for someone to say, this is not my blog. This is not my person. You just have to be okay with that. And so that aha moment gave me an incredible amount of freedom, creative freedom to be able to write and try things and be experimental and also financial freedom that I didn't have to get all those sales from those people. If I found my tribe, then that would be a very different way of trying to not be mainstream because I didn't want to be. I don't want to be mainstream. Fire Nation, this is why it's so important to speak in your own voice, to follow your own intuition, to really listen to your gut and what it's telling you. Because when you do that, you're being you, you're being real, you're being genuine. And guess what? You're attracting the types of people that you actually want to be attracting in the first place. And so then once you have built that right audience, then yes, you can go out and get legitimate feedback and take it for what it is. And and that can be a really powerful way to go about it than to just kind of casting this net into the ocean and and looking at any fish that comes back in, you know. And, and I think that you've really been able to do that, Vanessa, with your second time round, so to speak, where you did struggle the first time because, you know, you weren't just really focused on what that voice was inside your mind, which, to be honest with you, Vanessa, leads us perfectly into what I lovingly refer to as the one-minute mindset. And this is where I get to ask you five questions that are going to give us, Fire Nation, insights into your mind in 60-second blocks. Are you ready? Yes. Ideally, Vanessa, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Ideally, I would play I Spy every morning. Um, that's <laughs> something that I do on days where I don't have calls. And that's where I look at all the latest media that's out there in the news and I do lie detection. So one of the things I teach is, is science-based human lie detection. And so I try to watch all the press interviews, all the videos that have come out and look for I Spy. So look for lies. Um, so I, I would play live spy every morning, um, and then, uh, tweet about some of my findings cause it's fascinating. Some of the stuff that comes out that are just blatant lies in the news and media. So uh, I'd play, I'd play live spy. So fun. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? <sighs> Impatience. <laughs> so I, I believe very quickly that there are three different kinds of people. There are dreamers, builders, and shippers. Uh, dreamers love the creative ideas. Builders, they love to tinker around and invent things. And shippers just like to get it out there. And I'm a shipper. I have the idea very quickly. I don't like to spend a lot of time building it. I just want it out. I just want to see what people do and think about it. So um, I need to be more patient in the building phase. Attention to details. Yeah, you and me both. That's why it's important for our nation to find somebody and hopefully bring them on your team you know, that is more of that organizational, like, whoa, slow down a little bit, but not so much that's holding you back. Because Vanessa, one of my favorite quotes is from the founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman. And he says, if you're not embarrassed by the first shipping of your product, you waited way too long. Think about that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm embarrassed by every first version of all of my products. Oh, so. Go listen Good. to my first 50 episodes of Entrepreneur on Fire. It is <laughs> cringe-worthy. So, Vanessa, what is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? One thing I think I do well is chunking. So um, I split up my day into 20-minute chunks, 
And that enables me to get a lot done because I know exactly where my time is going. And that comes pretty natural to me. Um, so it helps me really make sure that I am living purposefully. Um, thinking about all of my projects and all the things I want into 20-minute segments help me, helps me break down some of the big dreams. Have you ever had Ben and Jerry's Chunky Monkey ice cream? Have I? Right! Have I? Life-changing. Oh, see, <laughs> on my Tuesdays, which is today, I do eight back-to-back interviews and I skip lunch. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's okay to do a little IT, which is short for intermittent fasting or no, IF, short for <laughs> yeah. intermittent fasting. I don't know where that T came in. Um, and that's what I'm doing right now. And it's cool, uh, full of energy, but I am hungry. So when you said chunking, I just heard chunky monkey. Oh man, don't think about it. You're going to be too hungry. Oh my don't God. think about it. I can barely talk. Like my mouth is just filling up with saliva right I'm gonna now. Try not to, I'm going to try hard not to mention any food. Vanessa, what is a habit that you wish you had? So um, on the big five personality, um, openness, neuroticism, extroversion, agreeableness, and uh, conscientiousness, I am highly neurotic. So that means that I'm a worrier. And so I wish that I took things less seriously. I wish that I could, that's, a, that's DNA. A lot of our personality is um, genetic. And I wish that I could uh, calm down my, my worrying mind. I spend, it takes about 45 minutes for me to fall asleep every night. So that would be one thing I wish I could change. Have you ever tried meditation? Yes. Oh my goodness. It is really hard for me, but I, it, it helps a lot, especially when I'm really, really overloaded. I can do it for about 10 minutes. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> You have a lot of things going on, Vanessa. I've checked your website out. It's bursting at the seams. But what's one thing that has you most fired up right now? We finally reached the point last year where we could give away our courses. And so oh. I am super fired up about our scholarship and veteran program. We give all of our courses away to veterans for free. And that's for me is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, on behalf of all veterans, let me thank you, Vanessa. I don't even know if you know this about me, but I was an officer in the army for eight years, four active, yes. four in the reserves, did a 13 month tour of duty in Iraq. So whenever I hear this kind of stuff, I absolutely am thankful. And if you're a vet out there, take advantage of this stuff. I mean, where can we uh, get our hands on this, Vanessa? Yeah, scienceofpeople.com slash veteran. And um, it's all for, it's in thank you for your service. It's an honor of my cousins who are currently serving. Um, and that's, you just have given us so much. And so it, the least I can do is offer some of the knowledge to you for free. So yeah, just email me which course you want and we'll send it to you for free. Oh, well, we appreciate the appreciation. And Vanessa, I'm not letting you go anywhere just <laughs> yet. We are about to enter the lightning round. And for some reason, I'm still thinking of food. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, the best time to start getting your life organized is right now. And the easiest place to do it is LegalZoom.com. Getting your life organized starts with protecting your family. And a great way to take control of your family's future is making a will or living trust. That's where LegalZoom can help. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. Getting your life organized also means taking control of your financial affairs. So if you're thinking of starting a business or you have one already, LegalZoom can help you form your business and provide the support you need to run it successfully. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you need legal advice or guidance, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states since they're not a law firm. Don't wait any longer to organize your life and save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's discount code FIRE. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com today. 
LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure that everything's running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm on a tropical vacation, running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Vanessa, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Imposter syndrome. Mm. I did not think that anything I could do would be worth buying, listening to, or paying attention to. And so it took me a long time to be able to overcome that. What is the best advice you've ever received? If not now, when? I know that's a common quote, but anytime I think about doing something that's a little out of my comfort zone, that's what I remember. Share one of your personal habits that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. My not-to-do list. So everyone usually works off of a to-do list. I have two going every morning. Everything I want to do that day and everything I should not be doing that day. And that can sometimes include email, sometimes it's Facebook, but having both helps you stay incredibly focused. Where's Chunky Monkey on the to-do list or not to-do list? It's always on the to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> to <You're> down. <laughs> always. <laughs> Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I love, love, love Pocket. Oh my gosh, it saves all your favorite articles in one place. And by the way, I think Pocket is a mental snapshot into your brain. Ooh. So if you could take a snap, a screenshot of your Pocket, I would love to see if you think, see it, send it to me. I would love to see if that's accurate to how you think. <laughs> love it. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. I think it is the best book to help you trust your instincts. And let's go ahead and share your book as well. Oh, uh, a Human Lie Detection and Body Language 101. Body Language 101. And Fire <laughs> Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Vanessa, are either of your books in the audio version? I don't know. Dang. Is that terrible? Yes. I don't know. Especially talking to podcast listeners. Hello. I know. Well, I, all of my stuff is uh, videos. Like all, a lot of our books are in video course format. Mm. So that's, it's hard to teach body language and just audio. That's, <laughs> <why>. <laughs> that's true. I mean, you don't even know, like my hips are just swaying right now, but you would never know because it's audio only. I can, I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> I can hear your hips swaying in your voice. Oh, Shakira <laughs> would be proud. And Vanessa, <laughs> this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would 
build a real life clue game to find my tribe. Hmm. So basically an Easter egg hunt full of advice, because I've found that if you, if you address your own pain points, people who have similar pain points find you. And so I would build um, an online and real life version of different kinds of advice and different kinds of people. And so I would be able to slowly gather my tribe together, uh, kind of a connection of meetups, Instagram, and Twitter. So Vanessa, we started this interview on fire. Let's end this interview on fire by you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. My parting piece of advice is that you have a talent or a skill or a piece of knowledge or a story that someone needs to hear. And that could be your child, that could be 100,000 people online, that could be anyone. But I want you to figure out who needs to hear your story and then make sure that they hear it because that's how we make an impact on the world. Love it. And what's the best way we can connect with you? Scienceofpeople.com. I have all my my labs are up there. You can play in our labs and see the different experiments we're doing right now. And I I just love to hear uh, your story as well. So I would love to hear from you. Love it. And Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Vanessa and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Vanessa in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with all the links that we've been talking about today. And Vanessa, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much for having me, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. With 15 videos in 15 days, I'll have you podcasting like a pro. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite.